0: Welcome to Can I Kick It? This is a podcast about film festivals. My name is Jesse Weber and I'm joined by... Andy Gramuga,
1: Number one scuttle the Seagull stay in Cullen Edgley.
0: Emilio Diaz. Alright, and today in a little bit we're going to be getting into the return of the Cannes blockbusters jury uh, with the 1990s. Uh, and uh we are joined today by uh filmmaker alex ross perry
2: thank you for thank you for having me oh thank mm-hmm. you so much for we being
0: did. here yeah, uh, thrilled. for this
1: very odd list of movies
2: <laughs> well it is odd and the um the previous episodes that you suggested that were the same concept were uh exotically entertaining and very very <laughs> peculiar so I'm, I'm glad to have this one
0: yeah we're very yeah, excited to get into it um before that yes yeah we've got some news to go over uh the uh, a lot of it's like uh hold can stuff (laughs) like they took forever to announce their jury but we finally have that which is uh the president as was announced last year and then had held over for this year is uh spike lee And then it's uh, Madi Diop, Milan Farmer, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Jessica Hausner, Melanie Laurent, Kleber Mendonsofilio, Tahar Rahim, and Song Kang Ho. Yeah. So, like, it's pretty much just, like, what you would expect a can jury to look like. It's, like, several filmmakers from competition the last time they had a can, and then, like, some actors. In this case, you've got Gyllenhaal and Laurent who are both actors and directors, uh, I mean, like, the weird stuff is, like, uh, Tahar Rahim is married to the star of the Joaquim LaFosse movie, which is in competition, I'm blanking on what her name is, uh, uh to, 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 uh Layla bekti uh who how could were, how
2: how how does so how do you know that that like i don't even i don't <laughs> only, i don't under i don't understand half of the words in that sentence <laughs> uh, yeah. because you know I was on a is for, married to yeah uh, <laughs>
0: Uh, because I was on a forum where they uh, people were like, why is he on the jury when his wife is in one of the movies okay. in competition? There was uh, a small bit of controversy in yeah. a very obscure yeah. yeah. I mean, it gets to... weirder because <laughs> she she was on the Uncertain Regard mo- jury like five years ago and that year he was in the Le Joaquin LaFont <laughs> it's all it's so incessant. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yes
0: and then like the other thing is like if you really want to like uh, make connections that probably mean nothing you have like uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal was on the Berlin jury that gave the golden bear to Ildiko and Yeti and she has a new film and then uh, Jessica Hausner was on the Uncertain Regard movie that gave uh, the top prize to The Happiest Day in the Life of Oli Maki, and that uh, the Finnish director, uh, who I do not know how his name is pronounced, uh, Juho Kosman, and he has his second movie uh, in competition yeah. this year.
1: I think there was like the important note that it was like the first time uh, there are more women than men in the jury right. for Cannes. Yes. Uh, which is interesting.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, yeah, it'll be an interesting one. I mean, I don't know what this means for our predictions as to what we thought would win, but um, it'll <laughs> yeah. be funny to see, you know, how you know, Tahar Reem's partner falls into all of it. Like, how high up does this go? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah I,
2: it doesn't seem... I mean... <laughs> who could possibly i mean i don't think anything like right. that matters it's so clear to me from my limited experience in these things like there isn't like one out what is this nine people Ten? like yeah i've never been on one that has more than i think five or maybe seven but like you can't push anything up the hill if you're the only person right. yeah. doing like it's just it's so clearly yeah. never the way that th- yeah. these these fake democracies work <laughs> right <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then they also have been kind of slowly trickling out some additions to the lineup, uh, the opening film is, uh, gonna be Onoda, Ten Thousand Nights in the Jungle, uh, the opening film of Uncertain Regard, uh, directed by Arthur Harari, which I've heard is, it seems like is well-liked, uh it sounds like it i mean i kept hearing like they're gonna add something else to competition even though it's already 23 movies and like this, uh, it sounds like this was one of the contenders but it is ended up being like almost three hours long and i guess they were like if we're gonna add something to a 23 movie competition it can't be uh almost three hours long yeah. uh there's a new OSS-117 movie, crazy. which will be the closing film, uh, not directed by Hazna Okay,
1: Is it, du- uh, uh Dujardine's back, though?
0: Yeah. That's great. So.
1: That's so funny that that's, uh, they made another one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, uh, out of competition, uh the new Ari Folman movie. It's like some sort of adaptation of the diary of Anne Frank, uh, which that I feel like for the last like three years, it was like, maybe it'll be done and maybe it'll be it can. And so it finally is. Uh, and then i believe in the new can premieres section uh they added a Gaspar noe film that Noah like he it's like a pandemic movie he made that dario argento is in right. That sounds like it's maybe some kind of documentary fiction hybrid and then uh the new louis Garrel film uh which i believe is jean-claude carrière's last script credit yeah And then, yeah, the other thing that happened is that, uh, the Toronto Film Festival, uh, sent out a press release that was kind of like, this is what we're planning on doing, uh, but more interestingly had the first 13, uh, announcements, which are, uh, Le Ball de Fall, which is directed by the aforementioned Melanie Laurent, uh, Benediction, the new Terrence Davies film, Uh, there's a new, uh, Kenneth Branagh film, uh, Charlotte, directed by Eric Warren and Tahir Rana, a documentary about Dionne Warwick, Antoine Fuqua's remake of The Guilty, uh, a HBO documentary about Alanis Morissette, uh Philip Noyce film, the new Edgar Wright film, mm-hmm. uh Night Raiders directed by uh Denise Goulet, uh the new Celine Siyama, which is uh the only one of these movies that has already premiered, uh the new Theodore Melfi film yeah. and then they're gonna have like a IMAX screening of Dune, right. uh which will premiere at Venice. Uh, i mean like one of the interesting things sometimes when tiff will like announce movies before anyone else is that they will say what the premiere status is so you can be like oh this is a north american premiere so it's gonna be at venice first they didn't do that this time uh so yeah it's like maybe these are just other than uh petite maman and dune all premieres like the obvious one that you'd be like well maybe that would be at Venice because it's a big director is Terrence Davies but like I think two of his last three movies have just premiered at Toronto uh so then yeah and they are announcing a lot of their lineup on July 20th Uh, or July 20th is the galas and the special presentations, uh, most of the rest of the sections will be announced on the 28th, and then, uh, Shortcuts and Platform on August 11th, and the other interesting thing is that among the sections that they list, as these are the sections we're gonna announce, they seem to have maybe cut the Masters section? Which is kind of weird, but also it's not hard to imagine how most of those movies could be folded into another section. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, last year it was like uh, the new Malik movie you can put in special presentations if you don't have masters, yeah. or like a Bertrand Bonello movie you can probably put in contemporary world cinema. Some of them you could maybe throw in Wavelengths. Uh but yeah, I think that's all the news that we've got. Uh so Alex, before we get into this jury, uh what kind of experience with like festivals and juries do you have?
2: Well, um a, lo- a lot I um <laughs> I've been th- I mean I couldn't even begin to calculate the um you know the festivals I've attended just to screen a movie but Mm -hmm. you know almost every every major American one certainly and um most you know I mean I I have been to many other international I mean uh, you know maybe Telluride uh and Venice would be the only ones that I've not attended and uh you know experienced in any way but and and I've been on, you know, so I've I've largely been there presenting, um, you know, movies that I made. And then, I you know, two other things. Like, one is I've been to Cannes. I was there in part of the, I feel like this must be known to occasional episodes, the American Pavilion internship, mm-hmm. which I have to assume has come up.
0: I believe that's also what Griffin Newman right. went okay. to Cannes
2: for. He did mention an internship. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it could be the. Uh, it's hard to. Who knows yeah. how these. That things might work, have but, been like
0: with some. But I, uh,
2: yeah. I attended um, via that internship program in mm-hmm. 2004. Okay. Um, so like the Fahrenheit 9/11 year. Right. At yes. Yes. At <laughs> yeah. the right. end of my <laughs> sophomore year of college, um, and then I've been on uh, on you know juries ranging from probably like the top. You know, I was on the jury for the first and second films competition at Locarno. Okay. Mm. Which wow. I, you know, I feel like is regarded certainly internationally and I guess marginally to Americans as like, you know, number four behind yeah. Cannes, Venice, Berlin, right. and then Locarno is like the four big international ones and they're all spaced out accordingly. So I did like a, you know, a proper, you know, 18, 19 film competition. Mm-hmm there um and it really you know I assume it's a version of the same thing you get at these other ones Uh it really makes you see why people would do this the way you're treated you know it's like <laughs> round trip tickets for two business class um like 14 nights in the nicest hotel in town Right. you have like a handler who drives you everywhere who uh-huh. you just need to like text and say like here's where I'll be 20 minutes before this screening starts you know if you're used to film festivals you have to line up and that now it's like you know you're like kept in a green room until one minute before showtime it's pretty nice (laughs) and you get to you know and your schedule yeah so like you know obviously it's very intense and then the only other equivalent one like that that I was on and I you know other I've been on probably 10 or 15 juries I would suspect but then the only other one that's like treated that way in the kind of classic upscale European capacity mm-hmm. as I was on one at a film festival in Odessa in the Ukraine okay. which is strange I mean it's just kind of uh, but like they're f- trying to fashion themselves yeah. after this sort of an event and again mm-hmm. like you know I had no idea what I was going to do in Odessa for 13 days or mm-hmm. whatever it was 10 days and so many movies and you know odd ones like Locarno at least like has some sort of right. identity, but. Here it was like mm-hmm. three Ukrainian films and then like <laughs> British independent films that had come out. You know, it's just like who knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But again, like treated spectacularly in an incredibly nice hotel and driven around. Um, and you know, like it's really nice. I mean, it's fun. But mm-hmm. but my my you know, experience of kind of um, just like the way that the structure of these things go and the 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 president kind of setting the tone mm-hmm. and. The, the pacing of the deliberations. Um, I don't know if this is standard or in both of those ca- both of those cases were the same where like every three days we had like a brief powwow where we st- just mm-hmm. rather okay. than trying mm-hmm. to remember stuff for a week and a half, right. yeah, um, right. we would have like very focused, very frequent conversations where we would just kind of talk and take notes and put things up and say like, this is now the one to beat. Sure. Mm-hmm. Rather than yeah. just waiting nine days. And, you know, I feel like this mm-hmm. just kind of prevents recency bias. Yeah. Right. Right. yeah because right. it's not like this movie we saw yesterday is incredible. I don't even remember what I saw eight days ago. Yeah. And you could say that, but then the, the jury person, um, you know, in Locarno, it was this woman, Sabeline who like does it every year. Everyone on, everyone who's done the same jury is like, Oh, Sabeline says, hi, I'm here with her now she'll be like well you know six days ago all five of you said that this movie was like absolutely impossible to imagine this actress not winning so like (laughs) just reminding you all that that was like i took the minutes of this meeting yeah and i know that like that was the first movie that we saw but like i'm just here to remind you of how you all thought Mm -hmm. about it when that was the reason like so so recency bias is true for every movie every movie you've kind of put down the history while it is all recent and it's kind of fun that way um that's kind of my favorite part of it that and just like my Lacarno journey the uh, president was a Harun Mamat salah okay it's totally compelling and interesting figure to spend two weeks around yeah Mm -hmm. um you know outrageously unique perspective Mm -hmm. on world cinema and smart charming you know very elegant gentleman and it was just great to Mm -hmm. hang out around him and the, the Odessa one, the president was um, now two-time Academy Award-winning screenwriter Christopher Hampton.
1: Okay, wow. Well.
2: Who had been on a can jury and was constantly okay. regaling us with stories of his <laughs> can jury. Um, mm. An interesting thing he revealed about that, and I don't know if this is true still, but the whole jury was they stayed at different hotels. Oh. Like huh. for, you know, like breach of yeah conduct purposes or something so they couldn't like yeah yeah i mean all the nicest hotels (laughs) but like he was very he was always mentioning that like we were all in the same hotel so you would see each other at (laughs) breakfast but i guess in can he was saying they were kind of split up to Uh, avoid you know oh so we ended up having this long conversation two of us Mm -hmm. three of us at um at breakfast yesterday like I, i guess that's probably the thinking but He had lots of stories and, you know, kind of bone dry British wit and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it's fun, but I've had great experiences with it. But, um, you know, smaller ones are versions of the same, but it is just fun to kind of get angry and debate and something Mm -hmm. that (laughs) the only time I ever pushed this agenda, which is irrelevant for today's purposes, but a sort of like pet peeve of mine in general. And this really rears its head at Sundance is like, I can't. Not largely focus on the responsibility of the grander purpose of the jury yeah. above mm-hmm. just talking mm-hmm. about artistic merit. Yeah, and right. I've often this often comes up against people often push back against this, and you know, there's always someone who says, mm-hmm. "Well, we're just here to talk about the merit of the films." And yeah, in the case of this one I was on in Copenhagen, I was like, "That's fair." But, like, we're really angrily debating between the only uh, Dutch film in the competition and, like, a movie that, like, premiered a year ago at Berlin or something. And, like, its Mm -hmm. filmmakers aren't. And, like, I understand Mm -hmm. that, like, it's kind of now down to these two. Shouldn't we just maybe, like, consider that we owe an advantage to the thing that would, like the prize money would really like change this yeah, independent exactly. local yeah, filmmaker's sure. life rather right. than just going to like some film f- and everyone sometimes they're like of course and other times they say like absolutely not but this drives me nuts when you see sundance awards and it's like well the movie that sold for the most money won the grand yeah, exactly. prize and the audience award and if I, I all i ever say is like if i'm in that room ever <laughs> the second those sales are announced, I'm like, this is disqualified now. Like yeah. you can <laughs> wow. Yeah. It already has a trophy. Like, exactly. it, yeah. like mm-hmm. you cannot give a, a a top price to something that just got a $20 million distribution yeah. deal. Like this is this should be mm-hmm. against the rules. Like That's they like, or they shouldn't announce these things until after exactly. the, yeah. uh, the awards, because like it just drives me nuts when you see that. And then it's like, and then the audience award as well. And it's like Great. Well, now, like, this one, like, piece of shit Fox Searchlight movie has like, <laughs> three awards. <laughs> and, like, mm-hmm. and it's going to be released, like, on, you know, a, a thousand screens. And it just drives me mm-hmm. nuts. Yeah. So I always feel like I like to, like, really take the emotional needs of the movie's life into account mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of, like, we could really change the course of history by rewarding mm-hmm. this movie versus, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. like, right. this will be so irrelevant because this movie has already. Like its fate is set, and yeah. um, you know, when I was on the Ape. Locarno jury, the uh, Joel Petroikis's first movie, um, mm. Ape was in it. I didn't know it. he's become a friend, I didn't, I never met him at the time, and we were kept, you know, away from the filmmakers. Mm-hmm. But I really feel like you know, that movie getting a prize certainly helped mm-hmm. solidify his reputation as a kind of internationally acclaimed filmmaker of yeah. merit and launched him into being able to use that clout to do other Mm -hmm. things and and you know like to me that's clearly more important than just like a notch of success is like Mm -hmm. it plays a role in creating a career um although I can't say I remember the extent of the other awards that we gave but Mm -hmm. I think there was only three like best film jury prize and best director and I think Joel got best director
4: yeah cool no yeah for sure I mean this is like giving it to something only based on merit it's like what's there's like almost no point of it's just like pitting movies against each other, and it's just like this weird competitive aspect that you have to embrace, but also it's like there the only value is what the filmmakers get out of it if you're running a film festival correctly i think so well
2: and there's also there's no universal sense of merit like yeah. that's the other right, right. you're not appraising I mean, yeah. five movies by the same director all being held at the same standard like. A movie that is like a humorless drama and a movie that is a lighthearted kind of quirky com- like those movies do not have the same standards of merit mm, yeah. in the world like a good critic would never compare those two movies apples to apples so like I don't understand why juries don't seem to make that distinction I mean this is just like pervasive across all awards like yeah you know how can you say a comedy is better than like a sweeping three-hour long okay. epic It's like, well, I guess by one measure, you can't. By the other measure, you can just say, well, what did this movie intend to do? Um, Which, you know, it's just kind of, I just can't turn that off. But suffice to say, um, you know, my film festival experience is nothing if not international and vast and very, and and quite varied. um, You know, which is, which is, which is cool, which is
1: fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah.
5: Well, I think with that, luckily, yeah. these the the artifice that we have created makes it so that a lot of that doesn't quite matter as much. No. like none of these yeah. are gonna. But I it's all, it's all backstory. These... Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Right. for sure. I would say sure. these movies' lives have largely ended with it. I know. Exceptions. Yeah, maybe this is
1: like the start of the resurgence for the Brothers yeah, maybe 2000. <laughs>
2: I wouldn't yeah. count on that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. I mean, if like if there is something to get out of. Like something that is relevant to this sort of thing is, there has been the discussion among us of like, well, we've sort of been placed in two different hotels of like, us four have gotten to talk about these movies and what we feel about them, sure. and you're sort of the wild mm-hmm. card here in that we have no idea what how you <laughs> right. feel about any of them. So I think it'll make for an interesting discussion. Yeah, right. that's like, there's the Definitely. Other, the other thing is like, definitely. Mention. Sorry. Go
0: ahead. Oh no, please. Oh, I was just. Saying, there's definitely points at like. We will stop ourselves yeah. from saying too much about the movies together. I see, and then you like, let at... me take over for
2: an opinion, and then everyone can jump back in.
0: <laughs> no, or like at one point we were like watching some of. These oh, you're saying you like... you curb your conversation yeah. Yeah. before in, in recording. the recording. Of, of course, of course. Yes. No, you yes. yeah. have to. or like at one point we were like watching some of these movies like together, and we were like they're so boring mm-hmm. that we can't keep from talking over them. Yeah. So we just yeah. have to stop doing this. Of course.
2: The other thing I'll mention that you know. I feel like I, I in the episodes you pointed me to the Griffin and David yeah. episodes of the same concept mm-hmm. has never come up. But like my the, the biggest threat to me at these festivals that I'm constantly terrified of mm-hmm. is falling asleep during movies, especially because <laughs> yes. in these European ones you have jet lag. Both you know right right, mm-hmm. right. right. Yes. Ukraine and Switzerland, you know that's like a 10 hour time difference. Suffice so to say, you're probably st- at least at some point in the first two days, mm-hmm. seeing like a slow, borderline yeah, mm-hmm. dialogue-free European film, mm-hmm. and I was when the first time I did this at Locarno, I was just horrified at the concept of mm-hmm. shirking my duty and falling asleep during a film. So I brought like you know no doze, um, yeah. trucker's okay. pills, <laughs> which my wife just could not believe that I was doing this, but I was like. You know, sometimes you're doing three films a day. Some of them are at eight thirty in the morning. Not all of, you know, not always, but like, Mm -hmm. and some, you know, because you have the coordinator. Sometimes you could say like, "I'm not going to see it at eight thirty in the morning." There's a midnight screening the next day. I'm going to go to that. So you can sometimes kind of, but you know, like, I, I I can't. I think I did stay awake for everything at Locarno, but I remember at Odessa there was just like two movies that I saw like maybe 25% of <laughs> mm-hmm. and they were summarily dismissed by everybody oh, yes. else anyway. So I like to, you know, it's like, well, the, yeah, I agree. It put me to sleep. Yeah, like, okay, <laughs> That was very specific. That had like an 11 and a seven every day. Um, So it was like very, I feel like that's generally the case, but I do remember like the morning screenings. I was always like mm-hmm. trying my best to, you know, cause again, like I don't, but like, I, I feel like, somebody I could say about one of these, like <clears throat> let's pretend that one person slept through that movie or something,
1: because that always happens. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, well, yeah, as you know, you're the jury president this time, is there anything you'd like to kick us off with to start?
2: So is the list known or should yes, we, we've yes, out the list. list. Um, yeah. We have, we put. But for the, the sake list. of, you know, perhaps, sure, yes. yeah, you okay. know. we want to sure. run down the titles. Listening clear, to this uh, a, a year from now, as I did
1: with these other sure. episodes, I guess for that's sure. true. Yeah, this is oh, good. <laughs> <true>. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to uh, so run yeah. down the
5: list. Uh, we Good have movie. The Little Mermaid, Thelma and Louise, Beauty and the Beast, Far and Away, Cliffhanger, The Quick and the Dead, Desperado, To Die For, Train Spotting, Absolute Power, The Fifth Element, Blues Brothers 2000, Dark City, Primary Colors, Godzilla, EdTV, and Dogma.
2: Now, I feel like it might just be looking at the list here, but it seems to me like this is a worse, there's worse movies than the other ones, the the Griffin and David episodes of the same game.
1: I was thinking about this. I feel like this one has some, like, oddly high highs, but it for sure has the lowest lows for me, personally. Yeah, I guess that's Um, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And then I remember like, I was thinking about the the 2010s one as like, that one was like a real, like, we did not have much um there was like yeah. three good ones and the rest were all yes. like not very good okay. um there are some more well, variants and and these yeah. two for sure mm-hmm. i also think yeah. this is the well,
4: longest list
1: yes okay. yes
0: it might be and um, I, I we should also very quickly uh go over what the awards we're going to give and what the rules are uh so it's the palm d'Or, the grand prix the director prize uh lead actor supporting actor screenplay the jury prize there's the option to give like a eighth special award of some sort mm-hmm. uh you know that's the slot some, that would be like these 65th anniversary award yes, exactly. <laughs> it's
2: always something like that yes the yeah. freedom of expression award yeah, yeah yeah something something like that to like you mm-hmm. know the panahi film that just like, yeah. hey, this guy's in jail or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <Right? laughs> yeah. Gotta really you know, Let's like uh, <laughs> this. This movie came to us like baked into a cake. <laughs> yeah. So like we have to acknowledge yeah. it. Yeah. There's always yes. that. Right. And um, then the the other yeah.
0: weird rules is that yeah, I need I need, I need to re- can... be
2: reminded of the the exclusionary rules of certain things. Yes.
0: So a movie. A movie can win two awards only if one of them is an acting award and the other one is either screenplay or jury prize. Uh Uh-huh. And those also are, in theory, the only four categories in which a tie can take place. Sure. But, like, it actually can, like, several times over the last few years there's been a tie in director, even though there's not supposed to be, just because... I guess no one wants to tell them no if they yes. think that both Christian Mungu and uh, Olivier Assayas yeah. should get a director award.
2: Yeah, I guess sometimes that's just very, very split. But, um, okay, mm. so that, just to reiterate, if you if if there's a performance award, it, that movie can also be in screenplay, but that is the only p- potential for doubling up. Screenplay the jury, the jury prize. prize. Okay, right, but... Yeah. You know if something is the top three that yes then it is that's it that's the only one right. that's okay mm-hmm. yeah because there's a couple of things that I feel like that maybe matters for Um, so what so to yes. kick it off what top to bottom or like just general thoughts to begin with what what's I mean I feel uh, like the easiest thing I feel to like there do. are five movies here you can say as you always do in a jury we are not talking about that I mean we can talk <laughs> about it for fun because that's a conversation <laughs> But I feel like there are five movies, roughly, that I, everybody is so curious. I, mm-hmm. you think. I, what? I <laughs> have five, but
0: it's not the same five that everyone We're has. All so I'm split. sure I'm... it's not the five you have.
2: Well, I don't, I mean, I'll just, I'll just, I mean, I'll go sure. from top. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like Far and Away doesn't count like that just doesn't i agree with <laughs> Interesting. that one.
0: ludicrous movie
2: to be like presented at can anyway um <laughs> i feel yes. like blues brothers 2000 does not warrant discussion aside from the insanity oh, no. of its this existence. is
0: this is one of the ones that we watched together and because we were talking over it i think we enjoyed it I don't uh, doubt that that could be possible yes. but I feel I like can imagine a, that one would sit in a dark theater and watch this movie with a blank stare yeah. sure uh, as I'm
2: sure happened at the time I mean again I mm-hmm. guess if you needed to like just say like congratulations on making another one of these 20 years later you like that's that's on the table um, I like Godzilla a lot and I always have but I can't really imagine it meriting anything yeah uh, just as a catastrophe, prep from the minute it premiered. Yeah, mm-hmm.
4: and uh, I guess that's it. I guess these are the only ones that I would say. Like, yeah.
2: how do you even frame an argument on behalf yeah. of this one?
4: I mean, I'll say you said that yeah. maybe this is the worst list, but and I don't know, I'm, uh, I'm not sure about that. But it's like the list. I just mean it's very odd. Yeah. There's not yeah. like <laughs> uh, out <laughs> of yeah. all of yeah. the, 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 the blockbusters, this is the one with the most flops of just like movies yes. that were yeah. unsuccessful at the time.
2: Like I like Absolute Power. It's a totally solid Clint Eastwood uh, political thriller. Mm -hmm. It's just like a ludicrous single (laughs) inclusion for his decade of the 90s, which is like a prolific decade of incredibly great films. So while I have no ill will against Mm -hmm. that movie and uh, enjoy it thoroughly, like I don't really know how to frame it as like, you know what's the worthy thing about this movie? (laughs) Because there's there's no single element in it. Mm -hmm. It's just weird to see like, I guess okay. The French love Clint Wood, He's one of those people. Well, Why is this right. the only movie? Like, what what's going on? Right. I think
1: they put uh, White Hunter Blackheart in comp. Uh, okay, right, um, yeah. Be, yeah. I mean, being a, in competition a, a, well. makes a
0: film well, yeah, for sure. ineligible yeah. for yeah. this list. Um, is, okay, we yes, right. We haven't mentioned that. Explicitly. So yeah, I mean,
2: I just feel like there's some some curious yeah. uh, Hollywood films here. It's not that they're uh-huh. atrocious movies, but you don't have like um, right. something that's just like. It's like, well, yeah, of course, we all know now that that's one of the greatest films of the '90s. Yeah, right. I mean, there's a couple of those, but like, there's there's no Fury Road. Yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. There's sure. no like uh-huh. put clear yeah.
1: consensus. Like, well, we all know like this is the great one. Like, yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
2: but I mean, I just okay. So perhaps it sounds like um, Blues Brothers to be discussed, but perhaps sure. it's hard to make an argument that Godzilla and uh, far and away could possibly triumph in any kind. Ca- I would almost say the same thing about Ed TV. That. I mean, well, I guess mileage may vary on that, but yeah. like, what what is the, of the six highlightable elements, what could you possibly recognize that piece of popcorn entertainment for? Right.
1: Uh, the way that, I mean, it's funny.
2: Which is how- another movie I, I don't mind at all. I mean, I yeah. haven't seen it in 20 right. years, but like what could you pos like? What element in that movie could be better than anything else in mo- in most of these other movies? <laughs> yeah, that is
1: a fair point. But it so it's funny. right,
2: it's right there. If something ends up being n- necessary, yeah, but, yeah, right, right. Like if we, if if we were like in a like...
0: huge fight where like none of us could agree on who we're giving the lead actor performance, mm-hmm. then there's maybe a world in which we go. I guess it has to be Matthew yeah. McConaughey. Well, I
2: feel. I mean, I, I guess that's a good. If I may, like. I feel like there's only two options for that. We, I guess we could just start with that, yeah, because then sure. that that for allows leads, sure. a second yeah. award, potentially. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are... I mean, I can't even imagine what the counter-argument would be for this, although I'm all ears. Mm-hmm. I feel like, almost indisputably, that has to be Nicole Kidman in To Die Yeah, for. that's one of the best, I think. And you can't even really debate so. it unless... There's some tricky rules of that movie being recognized elsewhere, and you have to split Thelma and Louise as like co-leads, which would be the exact kind of thing that always happens. Yeah. But right. right. I, I, yeah. I mean, I just feel like that is like clearly one of the best performances of the decade, and is like something that is still being copied and ripped off mm-hmm. once a year today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I, I, I don't really know what the counter-argument is to that being like the best lead performance in one of these. Movies.
1: Yeah, the only thing I is think. like if that is not like our poem or our pre-winner. Like uh, that's what I. That, that's why yeah, I wanted yeah, to right. know the rules. I mean, because yeah. I, I but I almost say, feel like
2: as you know, to me that there's two things about that movie that are like the the lingering things that nobody can escape the shadow of, which is her performance and the script, yeah. which are like both mm-hmm. as good as that kind of thing ever got, no matter how mm-hmm. many, like always copied, never, always imitated, never bettered or whatever the phrase is. Yeah. like. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, like almost the best element, almost both those two elements of this movie are almost, you know, I don't know if one of these movies has a better script than that or a better lead performance. Yeah but i don't know that if it's I, but then like i don't know if you need to say it's the best movie like it it's right. those are the two best things about it not the yeah. sum total mm-hmm. of its parts yeah. and i yeah, feel I'd like would say yeah just, there are other yeah. things you could potentially to potentially debate for example something like beauty and the beast which you couldn't say like oh that has a better script than to die for but you could be like as a film that's just like probably a more totemic masterpiece but as a piece right. of like copyable satire to die yeah. for is as as high as that genre
5: ever got sure
2: for example mm-hmm. yeah For sure. yeah and i don't feel I, like if you gave it if, if tonight if to Four is in the contention for either of those two things it doesn't feel unrecognized as a great mm-hmm. film
0: yeah right. yeah i mean i also am more apt to give to die for either the nicole kidman or the screenplay both just than one of the larger awards because I have seen it twice and just I like it but I'm underwhelmed by it have been like I watching it the second time for this I rewatched it specifically because I thought oh I remember being kind of underwhelmed by this but Gus Van Zandt is great and this is like during a period where he was making great movies I must have underrated it and I still was like it's pretty good yeah, and I like mean, yeah, Nicole it's, it's is a, is you know, it. it's a
2: black comedy satire. People mm-hmm. might not love it, but, like, I just, it also feels like one of the only things here that, like, conceivably that is, like, a real award that a, that this movie could have won For sure, yeah. in mm-hmm. a slightly alternate <laughs> right. reality. Like, some of yes. these are ludicrous to, to even, like, <laughs> have fun with. Mm-hmm. But that feels so real, not because it's so obvious, but because it just is exactly that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, I feel like, at the very least, I want to, I mean, we could put a pin in that. I, yeah. It's hard mm-hmm. to imagine yeah. anything I'm, yeah, being, I uh, just, yeah, like, so. you know, uh-huh. lead, because some of these movies, like, the lead performances in them are just, like, they are what they are. Um, yeah, like, but I don't know, that just, that just jumps out at me as, yeah, like, like kind of, you kind said of a no-brainer. The, like, mm-hmm.
4: contenders would be, like, mm-hmm. Thelma and mm-hmm. Louise, who are, like, that those are obviously two performance but like apart from that it is hard to see something that is completely on the yeah, same level right. it's yeah. like I feel I, yeah. like
5: Andy you were saying you and McGregor that's maybe... the only other
2: that's the only other mm-hmm. conceivable right. contender. that's the one
5: that yeah yes. I was like it's, it's, yeah I think he's pretty special in that movie his like I like I the thing that really stuck out to that movie for some reason, it was like him, like the way he stands up, like his physicality. And yeah, all
2: no, and it's ended. incredible. I mean, yeah, it's a totally performance. incredible performance. Um, I feel like that's the only other thing that would even be worth coming for. But I, as, I don't, again, like I guess other awards may right. preclude yeah, yeah. that. But I feel like that's kind of an ensemble movie. I mean, the posters yeah, sure. were always four yeah. people. Whereas this mm-hmm. is like, it's her this her is, her is her. one I mean, person's movie. yeah, it's movie. Nicole Kidman's movie. Yeah. 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 Like, right. And right. I just is feel that, like that's kind of obvious, but maybe... Sure. Let's say that she's there I for think, now. Yeah, we can pencil yeah, I that. It off. I think um, so. Oh. And, and, you know, that's one thing. The other, I guess, Why? Well, I mean, off of that, probably not worth dis- discussing yet. But like I said, that's just a- also a great script. Yeah. I don't know what other great scripts are in here other than, like, I guess Primary Colors or the Disney movies. Like, none, none of these are, like, well-written yeah. movies. These are, like... <laughs> I mean, by picking by picking blockbusters, you tend to end up with a lot of not well written movies for these lists.
1: I feel like I would. Right. I mean, it depends on like where else we award certain things, but like the sort of like world that is created with like a fifth element or a dark city is like.
0: Well, that was what I was gonna say. Is maybe we should put on the table that we haven't talked about this, but I believe me and Cullen have the same favorite movie, like easily. Well, Unless I misinterpreted how you felt about Dark City. I mean, I
1: like it a lot. That's, like, a movie that I watched and I was like, this rules. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I think, like, any sort of place that we can get it awarded uh, would be... Like, I would not, like, have any right. problems and with like that.
0: Dark, and, like, the, and talking about screenplay with that, it's like, it is an interesting screenplay maybe, but that is not the standout element of the movie, well,
1: clearly. I mean, yeah, it's like, the standout element is, like, you know... You could say just like the movie as a whole, I think, or <laughs> William Hurt, who is so good in that movie. That's funny. Um, but my favorite, uh, which was the discovery, uh, like I had not seen it before uh, watching for this, is Fifth Element, which I just think is great. Oh, I, I think
2: Fifth Element is appalling. I mean, That's, it's one of the. I don't <laughs> like it either. I had never, I had not seen, not never, I had not seen it since you know 97, 98. We watched it mm-hmm. last summer. And I mean, I I couldn't believe what I was. Watching. I mean, this was like to me, <laughs> we were watching, and I was like, "This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen." Like, I can't believe wow, it. I, I it can't believe so that I good. liked this, much less like liked it a lot when I was thirteen. Mm-hmm. But like, just the aesthetics of it, and like the performances, and the tone, like all of it is just beyond the prologue. At which point, I was what? like, "This is great." Beyond that, I was like this is awful like this is just a worse version of of 50 things that i like right and yeah it's just like it's just it's a total it it, to me it's just like an unmitigated catastrophe of a
0: movie right i mean i maybe can't speak that strongly against the fifth element but only because i didn't even like it when i saw it when i was 13 so i just did not bother to rewatch it because i was like there's no way i'm gonna like it more now right I mean, yeah, it would be pretty
2: it would be pretty sorry to if you're talking about like these kind of dystopian future worlds, like Dark City is head and shoulders better than yes. that in every way. As a movie, as a design, yeah, think- as like a thing that holds together. So I feel like if those two are in conflict with each other, it's very easy to see which one wins at least the earliest round of of,
1: mm-hmm. of
2: combat, in my opinion.
1: Yes. I, yeah. I think I would agree with. Yeah. And again, yeah, yeah I like, would have no qualms with Dark City winning out. Um, I don't know what it is but there's
2: some, I mean, it's, it's, a good, it's one of the better ones here.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, that is my other, I mean the, I feel like there are several movies in here that maybe could win the palm and maybe will, but I really don't like. Like, I have a hard time seeing what the thing I can agree to that isn't Dark City is, which obviously is a silly thing to mm-hmm. say this early, but like Because, like, I'll just say, I, I just, I have a block against Disney movies. Just, like, I just, because when I was a child I was only shown Disney movies, I thought that I did not like movies. And so whether or not they now are clearly better movies, I just resent that about them. And so, like, of those two movies, I thought Little Mermaid was fine and I really couldn't stand Beauty and the Beast. And then, like, the other one is, like, I don't know how everyone feels about The Quick and the Dead, but I also could not stand that movie for whatever reason.
2: Yeah, I have no feelings about it. I haven't seen it in
0: uh, a long, long time. But Mm -hmm. it's just,
2: like, one of those bad 90s westerns that, like, whatever. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I have no... Again, like, I wouldn't even know what the one element to be like, but this blank performance script. Like, I don't know what...
0: Would you give it the award for second best gene hackman performance yeah no i mean i guess he's like you could be like ah,
2: oh, he's the supporting role in two right. films so there's something there i and guess right. yeah doing his thing in absolute power but again it's like you know
0: yeah i don't think he's exceptional in either of those movies. uh yeah i have
2: no feelings about it uh mm-hmm. yeah i've wanted to revisit it for a while but i don't it just it's hasn't like, ha- hasn't happened. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's like intre- it's Sorry, it's like fine. I I don't love it. Um, I know Andy and Emilio were like hotter on it. Um, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's, it's a very specific interview. Like I can see like anyone who's like, no, nah, I just don't like it. Like I could buy that. It's like, um, um, um. All right. So a couple, yeah.
2: N- useful mm-hmm. restrictions moving forward.
3: Yeah, um, uh, I, I guess mean, off
2: of, off of the yeah. the well, the Dark City conversation maybe is a good. I I wrote down. Uh, prior to getting on here, but I think barring any you know for, for my money the the three director contenders that to me were like these are the three, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. Dark City, Rennie Harlan for Cliffhanger Hell and Danny yes. Boyle yeah, like I Harlan, feel like those are yeah, sure. those are the three that it 's like these are the three best directed movies on this list, and Claire these are three actually really well directed like these are almost you know top top tier movies from all of these people.
1: Cliffhanger is like my number two. I really love cliffhanger. I think it rules,
2: and it's kind of hard to justify it being anything other than this. yes mm-hmm. it's I mean you know a great performance, but not better than Nicole Kidman, and I yeah, do feel exactly. like a case could be made for those three as director candidates, maybe throw another one out there, but i don't I don't know. I'm not sensing that anybody would feel I mean,
4: I haven't watched it in a while by like Desperado. I mean, it's
2: just that to me, that movie
4: is just like,
2: whatever. Like, it's fine. I mean, and that's, like, I'm sure, I'm that, sure it's that, well made. Like, that, I'm sure a lot of these movies,
4: though. I'm sure it's like, yeah. you
2: know, I'm sure it's totally fun and well made. But like, it doesn't. I don't think it has that like, um like that totally electric sense of directing that these three movies do, yeah. especially Train Spot. I mean, I feel like right. it's kind of easy to overstate that now because of the kind of corny style that that movie introduced and yeah. became watered down, mm-hmm. and Dark City as well, but, like, mm-hmm. you know, you can't really argue with how well-directed Train Spotting is, and how cool yeah. that movie was, and how cool it still is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
4: I mean, yeah, I had pro Proyas written uh, for director, so that, uh, that was, like, my thing, but, it, yeah, if it's Palm, mm-hmm. then, like, what wins director? I'm also right. a uh, Cliffhanger fan. I would, l- like, Harlan, I think, would be a good winner, but... Uh, yeah, that is,
1: like... it's like either one of like the Palmer Prix like the film awards or director for cliffhanger like i was like trying to stretch like maybe michael rooker for supporting or lithgow but like it's the movie is like the movie and like the directing is the thing of it Um,
5: yeah i guess that's right yeah it didn't that didn't occur to me on my list coming up and talking about it yeah like that movie i think yeah is very well directed there's like lots of really good sequence like it's i mean it's it's, it's, like gorgeous like construction yeah is, is, i
0: mean cliffhanger is a movie that is so powerfully directed that i had to turn it off because i felt physically ill so i'm willing to <laughs> say that means it was yeah i feel like it's just i mean perhaps
2: dark city uh, could could land higher yeah in the yes. chart i don't think i mean and maybe train spotting <clears> could <throat> as well but I don't Cliffhanger as a yeah. palm winner or even a Grand Prix winner is kind of ludicrous because it is just basically like a directing showpiece and is yeah. really good for that. Mm-hmm. Whereas those other two could potentially float to the top in some capacity. Whereas I feel like this might be as high as, as Cliffhanger goes. Uh-huh. Whereas certainly the case could be made that Train
1: Spotting or Dark City
2: can, can go one, one more level up.
1: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Train Spotting is <coughs> an interesting one because I watched. Train Spotting Two earlier this year and I hadn't seen Train Spotting One in a while and rewatching it I was like the like I, I liked Trainspotting Two, like I remembered liking one better and then when I rewatched it I was like, Yeah, this movie is just like so good and like you were saying, like it is like so like imitated now that it's like hard to be like, Yeah, this is like doing that thing but like first and better than like its imitators basically Yeah. Um, cuz like the, the the perfect day sequence i like was still shocked by like it's just so good um mm-hmm. but yeah i think that's like a very good movie um for the disney's i think little mermaid is better than beauty and the beast as well um and i feel the opposite that's but i very, also feel yeah. like these are Andy- just
2: these are, these are just like classic not because animation always being kind of ghetto wise but like these are just like classic like jury prize some special prize well, it's just like no one knows yes. how to award these movies so, but, so when they get something it's always some like made up thing like the Snow White Oscar that's just like sure, here's right. an Oscar seven with seven, seven, seven Like lost. I just feel like there's such a history of that <laughs> and while I do think like certainly one or both of these movies are two of the best animated films of the 20th century depending on how you look at it like
3: mm-hmm.
2: they those things tend to fall elsewhere yeah for sure yeah and, and that's always fine. No one's ever like, oh, that's that's bullshit that they just gave that like so the special prize that they made up. It's always like, wow, they had to. Yeah. Ac- I guess they just had to acknowledge how good it is. That's crazy. Yeah,
5: yeah. I mean, those like those are clearly like my one and two out of this whole crop is Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid. I think they're just like sort of head of shoulders above everything else. Um, and like I've sort of like, I don't know. I like think about like you know the Disney Renaissance is like one of the great artistic achievements of like the twentieth century. Um, but, um, I mean, yeah, I would love to, to be able to put one of those in, like, one of the top two prizes. I'm not particularly wedded to it being either one of them, but I would, I would certainly, like, really like that. Although I know it's, would be, give Jesse Hives, perhaps, if we were to do that.
0: I mean, my assumption is that one of those movies has to win an award and, uh... If it is Little Mermaid, I will be more flexible about what that award is.
2: I just feel I like having rewatched, I, I saw a print of that a couple of years ago, and I, you know, it's it's great and it holds up, but like it is a really like small and cheap seeming movie. Like it clearly was not made with the intention of like we are up top of the our, top of yeah. our game and we know mm-hmm. what we're doing. And I was kind of amazed to see it, and it's like, oh, this kind of just feels like very like low stakes as a production and Mm -hmm. it just exploded because it's great whereas Beauty and the Beast obviously is like a magisterial multi-million dollar achievement of production that three years later was on the table or two years later even but uh, again like it it almost doesn't matter but that's my personal my personal ranking Mm -hmm. is is Little Mermaid second
1: yeah
3: sure
2: Um, I guess that can be come back to is there any I mean I kind of want to close up one other thing
0: Mm -hmm. uh, I mean the thing that will make the most more things lock into place is to just close up what it doesn't have to be closed but to at least tentatively say I think this is what we want to give the palm to so we can start letting things trickle down interesting
2: Um, that's how
0: we've had the most success sure
2: sure Uh, well then if it were I mean I mean what would it be other than I mean I, I love Dark City what would it be other than that I mean,
4: I feel like it's yeah, Dark that, City. That, that, that's a I feel like the event. only other
2: argument is Beauty and the Beast just because it is such a yeah. classic film, but it sounds like there's divisiveness even within those two movies, whether or not I they're mean, even... yeah.
5: Great I, yeah. at all. I, I would certainly push for Beauty and the Beast over Dark City, which, like, I think, like, Dark City, like, I think is, like, has great moments and, like, is, like, a, like, is certainly, like, a fascinating object, but doesn't, like endure to me in the way that like beauty and the beast does but uh but yeah i mean you know it's it's it i i guess i wouldn't put up too much of a fight with dark city i would almost the, so, yeah i don't know i would i would almost say that like i do like the idea uh, well i guess yeah
2: i feel like whichever one of these doesn't land here is, is somewhere and, it's just going to be somewhere else
5: yeah like right I guess it's just like, yeah. What is the other thing that it would get? Would be like Dark City right. probably get director. What is the other thing like Beauty? I mean, I
2: feel like Dark City could get I any. Mean, feel like it could get any, yeah. director, Grand Prix, or Jury. I feel like yeah, it could right. get sure. I, mean, I feel like it could get any of those. Uh, right. As could Beauty yeah. and the Beast. I feel like yeah, kind of all of those things are equally possible. You're kind of just juggling mm-hmm. yeah. two yeah. largely agreeable options. It sounds like. But options that should be decided on for, for further I like further I like Dark
4: City a lot more than Beauty and the Beast, is what I'll say. Yes, yes I yeah. certainly do.
2: I mean, to me, that also then eliminates one of the three strongest contenders from Director, which is then positive,
1: because now... We can slot in Harlan.
2: Yeah, or... Yeah, or, or Danny pull. Boyle, but certainly Danny, yeah, for he sure, jumped for for sure. right <laughs> in there for Harlan, which is also great. But, um, That's what, yeah. what do you want to happen? Kyle? Yeah, I guess I'm really <laughs> telegraphing. Um, I mean, you know, I guess obviously you can change your mind, but let's just leave Dark City up at the top right now because right. it's this kind of quietly great movie that mm-hmm. again really? like that also almost feels like a movie that would have actually won something because yeah. it just was mm-hmm. so. So, right, so, it might have gotten,
5: like, yeah, like a visionary award or something. Yeah. Like weird made-up, like, yeah. Right.
2: It is just one of those things that kind of post-Matrix, it just became, like, lost in the cultural wash of, mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, there have been a couple movies that tried to do this recently, and none of them succeeded until now. Yeah, right. <laughs> Existence being the other one where it's like, oh, there's so many movies that are like this, mm-hmm, right. and this is the one that worked. And
0: it's like, well, the other ones are quite good, too, this yes. They just didn't really didn't really catch on but that is interesting that the matrix is a movie that i like but that i like less than those two other movies for whatever reason i mean i guess i guess the strength is like the matrix is the most coherent of those three movies maybe
2: um sure
0: (laughs) I mean, it also, like, spawned the most others. It's fucking... also
2: just right. the most yeah. movie yeah. of right. those movies. So right. Therefore, it, 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 it is its own thing.
0: Dark City's also a lot of movie. It, it
2: is, but it's 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 a logical amount of movie yeah. for your brain to handle at the time. Sure.
0: <laughs> That's true.
4: That's true. Um, uh,
2: well, I mean, I guess we can leave Dark City right there. and mm-hmm. I mean, then I guess let's do the director talk if it's down to two options. I'll, um,
4: I'll say, just to, like clarify my position on some of this is that this, this is sort of the merit conversation but like in a weird direction of like I certainly appreciate giving it to the giving awards to the stuff that is like the best movie and the stuff that holds up the best. But when we do a blockbuster draft, my brain just goes to like let's just give awards to dumb movies that nobody would ever actually give an award to because this is like a collection of dumb movies. So I would lean heavily in favor of Harlan instead of Boyle for that reason because it's like, as you said about the other awards, like Boyle for Train Spotting could have realistically won an actual award, and that sort of makes me like it less than giving Harlan his do. <laughs> right. Uh, and like, well, I mean, that's fine. But like I said, I
2: feel like it would be impossible to say that Cliffhanger lands anywhere else. Whereas yeah, I still feel sure. like right. similar mm-hmm. to the Disney ones, like you can keep train spotting around for a couple more, right. a couple uh-huh. more rounds because it is kind of just a great film with a great performance and it's well-directed. Whereas Cliffhanger is kind of just a great, you know, fun action movie directed with complete panache. So yeah, it's harder to see that landing anywhere else and that help always helps me
1: yeah um is there any i know, not guess you are sort of uh washing your hands of cliffhanger because it physically revolted you yeah
0: um, i'm uh, director seems like a very logical place to put that movie and like i i don't like Train spotting enough to be like, no, it has to be Danny Boyle. I think Rennie Harlan is fine. Yeah,
2: and it's just, I mean, for the sake of a game, it's just cooler because he's really someone who nobody cares about anymore. Even <laughs> though he's just so solid and important. And uh, I always mention this to people. I don't know if Devil's Pass has been seen by anybody really beyond my wife and I, but um, it's like his his maybe second or third most recent film. It's a found footage. Uh, horror movie like takes place you know like in the Russian tundra and is basically incredible and totally like just using all of his tricks but with a different set of tools and like i just a wonderful like kind of time bending last 30 minutes that I just was like already enjoying it and then it just becomes a different kind of movie and I was like this is just incredible like he can he can do no wrong when this guy is just it's like you know he just can't miss no matter what he's doing at this point i It's just a great movie, and no one no one saw it at all and i I always make sure people know that there's another really really solid like you know hundred minute Rennie Harlan movie out there
1: after Loving Cliffhanger, the one I was really uh interested in was driven and i haven't I haven't done that yet, but uh
2: yeah, I can't say I have very fond memories of that <laughs> It's The kind of like garbage movie that w- might as well just be on this list. Like, it's surprising <laughs> yeah. that Can, Can didn't make room for that.
1: Um, is there any? Oh, um, he's, I don't sort
2: he's, of like he's cool to sit there, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I was, I, I keep looking at like the empty slot for supporting <laughs> performance,
5: it's
2: very baffling. I don't, nothing really jumps to mind. I
5: have a big hope which i think is a that's okay i'm song. very curious what that is though. no i know what it is i mean my my like the to my mind my, the oh. only answer is kathy bates in primary colors who i think is like tremendous in that has like a big showcase scene that is like so fantastic and like is the heart of the movie and i i yeah i think i think she's wonderful in that movie i i
2: probably fine I don't I mean yeah I don't <laughs> I mean,
0: know I, I, like... I think she is giving the best performance with the worst written character yes. in a very bad movie yes I really despise that it's a great movie the I way that, that that character
1: movie. is handled especially in the end really I like hate it um...
0: I guess I
2: mean the another the other the only other one just scanning this again would be Brad Pitt and Thelma and Louise That's which really is like one. kind of undeniably a star making kind of performance and a, a good, good movie unlike some of the opinions being right. expressed as yeah. <laughs> well and like a total supporting performance
0: for sure. Right.
1: There's also the fun thing that they always do. And we like have done it sometimes where you award multiple. Right. That's what I was things. saying with Gene um, Hackman. Like right, know, he yes. just seems to be here this year um, or Salma do,
2: Hayek and dogma and Desperado. Yeah. Like.
1: Yeah. Right. Okay. You sure. The split. Um, from the same movie though, because I really also, I mean, Pitt is great and like all his stuff is great. I really like the Christopher McDonald performance and <laughs> Thelma Louise, and that'd be a fun. Uh, point. I thought
0: that's funny because I thought if you were gonna say a second, this the performance that stuck out to me is neither of those performances. The one that stuck out to me was Harvey Keitel.
1: He's like not my favorite in Thelma Louise, which is really funny. Um hmm. But yeah, it is like a weirdly like weak supporting crop. Yeah, I mean, there's like. Harris in Absolute Power, who's, like, maybe my favorite performance in that movie.
0: Oh, I do like Harris Um, a lot in Absolute Power. And that is a movie that I would like to see get an award, I think.
1: That's funny, yeah.
2: I feel like, like doesn't Clint would typically win, like, these kind of made-up awards? Like, doesn't he get a lot of, like, you know, Century of Cinema, Mm -hmm, Jury Prize awards? Like, I feel like he Mm -hmm. often gets these kind of just, like man you're still just bad you know totally hitting right. solid doubles like every yeah. time right
0: I assume he just has won the lifetime Achievement award from yeah. all three major European festivals. <laughs> yeah right just in
2: conjunction with some promotional yeah. premiere yeah I don't know I've, I I guess of those supporting options I would I would personally favor Pitt just because it is like yeah, that's kind of a amazing. cool award and like a, I mean again like it's a, like, unlike some of these, like the movie kind of hinges on that character instead of just being like, well, you know, Absolute Power has
4: all these guys in it doing
0: yeah. great
2: work, including right. this guy who's like in some of the movie. Right. I mean, I think yeah. that's a good way to put it. I like
4: Harris a lot more than all of the other performances in Absolute Power, oh. but I don't like Absolute Power a whole lot. So maybe that's saying. Right. Yes. Is there no uh, like the other train spotting guys like Johnny Lee Miller, like Ewan Brammer, those sorts of.
2: I felt like Ewan Brammer was a possibility but again it's like Maybe. how we do, do you argue that it, i mean it's 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 good it's great but i feel like again i i'm still thinking that that would be more likely to pop up elsewhere yeah in some kind of overall recognition capacity because it's not like the thing about that movie is you and bremner the thing about that movie is just that it's a good movie with all of this great. good stuff happening in
1: it yeah <clears throat> um yeah i'm looking at there's not much i mean the pit is i mean that would probably be my yeah my fate that makes sense to win it it um, it
2: it, it, it kind of just sits there for me but mm-hmm. it feels feels correct <clears throat> unless some dogma case can be made for yeah.
5: I mean, yeah, I have like Ben and showing in Dogma or something.
2: I think that Chris Rock is
0: the best performance in Dogma. No, there's really nothing about that that stands the
2: test of time. Yeah. Yes. It is, I mean, it is just one of, it it is just such a insane thing to exist. (laughs) And it seems so, I mean, you know, I'm probably the only one who has contemporary recollections of it coming out, but Mm -hmm. like, it just seems so weird that that movie just existed and people were like, "Uh uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that is uh, I yeah, mean, like I there's, guess there's, there, there's the, the thing I would many, say yeah. is
0: I think that's true of both Dogma and Blue's Brothers 2000 and I had much more fun watching Blue's Brothers 2000 yeah. of those two movies. Yeah, I don't
2: I don't know which would be more fun to me today. Mm-hmm. I I would have to imagine Dogma just because it has some nostalgic qualities, but yeah. Right. At least nice. Blues. I mean, the thing is like Blue's Brothers 2000 is has a lot of the, you know, like these people from the 70s were still fairly famous and ubiquitous at this time yeah. instead of like i mean dogma is just like here's this indie guy classic right. indie success and now he's making this movie and people were like uh-huh yeah. yes of course <laughs> right. like that's that, obviously he's reaching for the stars he's very ambitious now in his new fourth film instead of like it's almost a movie that seems like it ought to be received ought to have been greeted at the time like southland tales people just being like well like the culture will not allow this movie to exist so instead (laughs) instead we just have to pretend that it doesn't exist like it almost feels like a movie that in retrospect would have had that response at the time
0: yeah i almost feel like it's a movie that kevin smith made that such that it would get that response and because he wanted that response it couldn't get it right i mean the whole the whole way
5: it's whole couched with like the opening card titles that are like we're like, we're having fun here. Like, don't get mad at yeah. us or whatever. He was like, totally braced for a reaction that that movie did not get. I mean, I feel like it got
2: <laughs> protested in some perfunctory I'm sure. capacity. But right. Yeah. I just yeah. feel like it's it should just, have been yeah. like.
0: It's hard to see how that movie would make people mad beyond the perfunctory any yeah. movie. Like that has to make some people It just mad.
2: feels like a movie that should have like ultimately been released on 20 screens. Because like, <laughs> inst- it's, just, it's just a wild thing. But there's really nothing yes. about it that is worth going to bed for now. No. The, yeah. uh, so, what what what, what else? I, I feel like let's just, should we just find a, find, take the train spotting pin and stick it somewhere? Of, I guess, something? Grand yeah, Prix, mean, jury yeah. prize. I mean,
1: spotting, yeah. It's either pre or jury at this point. Right. It's very, I see. feel
2: like that yeah. and, and TBD Disney are the two that have something coming their
1: way. I mean Probably. we could theoretically do our tie and jury and just give it to both Disneys, like
0: Yeah. I guess. I mean that is like
1: something yeah. that is on the table. Um I feel like that would
2: never actually happen though. Not that well, those are the rules. There would never
5: I... be two Disney movies. Well I just feel
2: like if there were two animated movies of yeah. I just feel like right. that, they
5: wouldn't be like these are basically the same yeah, yeah. I just feel like yeah. that's so beyond
2: right. the pale of how people would yeah come out of a jury room yeah it's
5: like
4: obviously cond- <laughs> sort of condescending to that level it's yeah like, I yeah. feel I mean, like it's the exact hilarious. opposite of
2: recognizing it <laughs> recognizing it at all is like oh that's very cool you just have to acknowledge it's really well made and doing them both is more just like here's the kids table we like set up yeah that's
5: plastic a, yeah. cutlery for you Careful, you're gonna make it sound way more appealing to Jesse to give an award to both of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the thing
1: with those movies, though, as it comes down to like Andy saying that you know he, I mean, how obviously loves both of them and wants one to get an award. Uh But it, like, I, I feel like it's the split of the Little Mermaid fans versus the Beauty and the Beast fans, because like, I feel like I mean, I I, I watched like all of the sort of Disney produced movies earlier this year and remembered like having fun with Beauty and the Beast but Little Mermaid like sticks with me so much more and I've watched like two more times since January it's just like Beauty and the Beast for me is like mostly the opening scene with the stained glass and like the first song plus another one near the end like it doesn't really have as much as Little Mermaid does like I think maybe what you're talking about like the sort of cheapiness or like scrappiness in a way of little mermaid like is much more exciting to me whereas like beauty and the beast almost feels just like another one of these movies at the time like a hunchback or a lion king like mm-hmm. feel more just like of, like uh, obvious to me <laughs> well <laughs>
2: let's make a decision on the disney ones first then i guess and then do the train spotting okay.
1: conversation well, yeah, because I feel like with every one of those we get, like, transported just falls to the other place, basically. Cause, like, yeah. I guess that- so.
2: But I also feel like the Disney conversation is where a made-up thing could go, for sure. Yeah, but I, I also don't know. Always- I also don't know if beyond that there's a- enough uh, passion to fill up a jury prize and a grand prix. If you're also putting one of the Disney ones somewhere else, I feel like then you're just getting into these things that like two people I mean, like- feel strongly about.
0: Right, like if we make up a prize for one of the Disney movies, then the one that I would start arguing for is the jury prize or the grand prix would be Absolute Power. But I don't know how much that appeals to anyone.
4: I mean, Eddie does doesn't like Absolute Power or, or Emilio. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I'm colder on. Absolute I might
4: be in the deep. camp of I enjoy Little Mermaid more than Absolute Power, and I like Beauty and the Beast less than Absolute Power. Wow. Uh, which is, like, a weird sort of distinction to make, and you it's, like, it's sort of impossible to untangle my feelings on, like, w- what <laughs> the differences between those movies are enough t- for me to enjoy w- one of them a lot more than the other. But I'm very much a Little Mermaid guy. For the um, reasons Colin listed, of just, like, it feels scrappier and more like a movie that some people made, where it's, like, by the time they get the Beauty and the Beast, I'm already, like, this feels like a Disney story team made it, and I don't really appre- like it that much.
2: Hmm. Interesting.
4: So, if, but you
2: know, other than TBD Disney, uh, train spotting, and potentially absolute power, there's really nothing else that's floating around. One of these two final real slots, and then yeah. one potential bonus slot, right? Like those are kind of the three.
1: Yeah, it's sort of uh, TBD. We, yeah. Hmm. Well, did we
2: do? I think we should. I think placing train spotting first would free up a lot of logic for. That makes sense. For for the final one, uh. And I, 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 would have no, you know, no uh, misgivings in seeing it in second. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with That'd it getting uh, the, the just because, movie. like I said, it felt like a potential best director thing, but it also felt like it could creep a little higher. Yeah, and I, mm-hmm. those are kind yeah. of the three movies that, at the top that are that. I mean, that plus To Die For it, to me are kind of like the movies in this list that are like the good ones that I really still
4: like. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I, well, I'm gonna I'll, I'll mentally write that down here and. Yeah. Yeah. Even though that does feel like a, a disappointing thing because it's a real, it's a real possibility that that would have happened.
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of the thing that we ran into when we did the 2010s. Like, if uh, Fury Road were in jury, like, there's a world where that, like, when the palm is, like, this exciting return. From of the course. Of the... Almost certainly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, the, like, there is, like, the sort of, like, not c- consensus argument, but, like it's a it's a bit of a gimme right like it's just one of like mm-hmm. you're saying like one of the like sort of explicitly good or great ones um. mm-hmm.
2: so coming down from the top dark city palm train spotting grand prix harlan director kidman lead performance Pitt, supporting performance
1: and i feel script, like, yeah script sorry.
2: jury and potential bonus thing tbd right
1: I feel like either uh-huh. To Die For or Thelma and Louise, I'm happy with either of those winning screenplay as well. Like, uh,
2: I feel the same. I mean, To Die For just feels yeah. kind of more logical because it's just that mo- both of these movies have been ripped off 50 times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's because of the story, not because of the, the way they're, yeah. they're shot or anything.
1: It's also so funny that it's Buck Henry.
2: <laughs> that's the other thing. I mean, that just also kind of feels... Right. That also, again, feels like the kind of thing where like you can give him something made up because he's like this old timer who yeah. has been doing this for 30 years, who somehow still, still got it.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: I don't even know who wrote Thelma and Louise. It's Kelly Curry. Okay. Who, uh, the biggest credit I know for her since then is that she cre- created Nashville, the Johnny right. Britton TV show. So Weird. Sure. Um, okay.
2: these people that successfully sold spec scripts, in the '80s and '90s, really went on to have incredibly bizarre further careers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just probably making more money than you can even. I know. Imagine, just right? Hand over Vista. But she,
5: I mean, yeah, she was recently like being like, "We're going to make a film and Louise musical." Like, right, right? That did just. I mean, sure. It's just her other movie credits are "Divine Sister," yeah. credits uh, "Sister Secrets," of "The Aya Sisterhood," "Something to Talk About," and "Something yeah, Called sure. Alice and Ray," which I've never. Heard
2: uh yeah i don't know it's odd certainly an odd Mm -hmm. an odd career um i mean that could be i feel like both of those are fine i I feel like those are both correct either one of those is a correct choice and also kind of a correct use of the one doubling up for two kind of undeniably you know great movies with now we see staying power across 25 years Mm -hmm. uh and it, it kind of feels like both of those movies are great because of the story they tell and i don't know i don't really know how
4: to mm-hmm. i don't really know how to split that difference yeah. yeah i mean i like the to die for script a lot more but yeah i mean i i do too that
2: would be my i kind of came in with that and kidman is like how do you reconcile the fact that this movie i think has the best script and the best performance but is not mm-hmm. the best movie
0: yeah that's very funny but that
4: but this but t- this is how you reconcile it i right.
1: think it also I think. maybe ha- it, yeah, makes-
4: it, i think that's another movie that also has some good supporting performances yeah i was thinking uh but that's
1: like joaquin and uh, allison fallen is like a tie for support because i really like both of them I, but it
2: is it is it is hard to not i mean him mm-hmm. certainly in that movie is like great but mm-hmm. you can't give them both so like yeah yeah it agree. just doesn't matter
1: yeah um
2: Sad sad but true, but he's he's you know, up against up against King Kong of a performance in that movie. And <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, you know, if he was in another one of these, there could be some like acknowledgement in some made up thing. But I, I you know, I I would I would say to die for as a script, just because yeah. once a year you see something that it's just like all this movie wants is to be to die for.
1: Yeah.
2: Or to have that tone. Yeah i just i mean i think that all the time the um whereas i don't often be like all this movie wants to do is be thelma and louise
0: yeah (laughs) right yeah yeah and then i think i mean i think that leaves the most likely thing to happen as we have to pick one of the disney movies to win a jury the jury prize and then Clint Eastwood gets some made up award. I mean
2: that's not, that makes perfect sense to me not only in terms of like these selections but like that's always what happens to him so yeah. why not like th- this is like to me I mean it's not even one of his like most beloved or important movies but you like it I like it yeah. it's solid and he's there he showed up so like yeah,
1: he did the why work. not make <laughs> up some award yeah.
2: but you have to come up with some like some wacky name for it it can't just be like the um uh, right. It has to be something like, you know, the, the, the Freedom of Expression Award goes to absolute power. It has to be something for exposing, for like what the light it shines on political corruption.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> um,
1: Easily like the best Bill Clinton movie
5: on our jury, on our selection. Absolutely. What oh, yeah. is it? Um, um, God. That movie starts with half an hour. Of it's so good, making though. It's faces so... Yeah, that's so the best it's part just, of the movie. Awful. That's when it's great. It's so yeah, bad. Very, very...
2: I mean, to me, just a lot of fun. We're yeah, also yeah, coming yeah. up on... I don't know what anniversary, but, you know, it, to me, the first time I saw it was <clears throat> on a 4th of July at some point. So that's coming up on a real... Yeah real logical day yeah. to think about i mean I also
4: movie. i'll say andy mm-hmm. even as the the other person who doesn't really like absolute power i'm maybe the opposite of you in which i also think that is the good part that is very good the beginning and then it's yeah, like I mean, the, it's, the rest of it it's also that sort of is weird think, and falls apart for me
2: i mean in terms of creating some sort of <clears throat> uh recognition for it with the obvious exception of silent bob it's the only like director actor thing here so there's yeah. some mm-hmm. there's some way That's to just kind of true. acknowledge it's his work well. <laughs> on both sides of the camera for that movie uh, yeah alright well let's, well let's try to think of some funny way to acknowledge a very very silly but totally solid uh, political thriller while uh, f- figuring out which Disney movie com- I feel like there's yeah, nothing I mean, the but split I've lost track of, a, yeah, of of the where the preferences lie
0: to- for the Disney's this if it's gonna win the Jerry Prize, I almost just don't care. Like it's a slight preference towards Little Mermaid, but like, yeah, okay, I, feel so like, that, I think
2: I I would say Beauty and the Beast just because it's clearly to me the the grander film. But either one of these is a great answer. It's the script thing again. It's like yeah, two yeah. two good choices. If,
5: yeah. I think if we're giving Clint Eastwood a made up a word, That's I'm gonna, gonna, gonna have saying. to insist it's Sorry. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I was gonna say Andy <laughs> sort of gets his preference since we're getting uh, <laughs> absolute power
0: in there. Um. Yeah, I mean. And then the only other question is: Is there a tie? Somewhere? That's true.
5: Yeah. Um,
0: Wasn't that screenplay we said? Thelma oh, or we to we say it's tie. No? Where we?
2: Yeah, I don't think we could. I, I don't. Ties are weird. I mean, juries have odd numbers of people for a reason, except for, uh, you know, trial juries.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> they have, have, have odd numbers
2: of people yeah, to right. avoid there being a tie. Sure. Right. So I don't know how that ever happens. Like.
0: It, it I think it's a matter of something that I don't feel is happening now. Is just like there's seven awards, but we want to give awards yeah. to eight movies. Yeah, or like,
2: that, or like you know, a president is just like right. I have to wield my power and sway this this way because of something that I feel. Yeah, which I've never like, seen. I I would or, like to. I mean, and I, as I've
0: said, I will do it. Sunday when I'm the president. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean the one that comes to mind is not a president but reportedly uh Xavier Dolan said okay you can give Rooney Mara best actress for Carol but it has to be a tie with Emmanuel Burko uh-huh. for whatever movie she was in.
2: Yeah, having done these like I don't know how reports of this could get out because they're so cloak and dagger about putting right. you in these rooms to,
0: so like I mean I, I always think it's just like someone gets mad about it and like yeah. tells their friend well and the other thing that I like someone? that you know
2: in the episodes I listen to like you, you haven't addressed and there's no reason to do it now like oftentimes you're then tasked with writing like you'll divvy up the things and you'll have to mm-hmm. write your own comments to give at the mm-hmm. award ceremony yeah and like if someone's like look you stood up immediately and said it has to be Nicole Kidman so why don't you just write that and you, then yeah, you're maybe. like okay I guess I have to write like five sentences yeah. which are always mm-hmm. very boilerplate but then sometimes you do see like somebody like stands up in dissent right? and like there are these occasionally like very European controversial things where it's like <laughs> you know I just have to say like this was not unanimous and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny I cannot like in good faith stand silent and pretend that like I supported this, this like you do see that occasionally. Right. I and mean I, like, I like the it.
0: this wasn't official, but this is Delon again, but when he won the Grand Prix for uh the It's Only the End of the World, uh, like Mads Mickelson made like the worst face I've ever seen. Okay. That's so funny.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. He was uh Mat- Mikkelsen was on the jury at that time.
0: Yes, he was on the jury. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> yeah I uh I mean, that's the other thing is like you have to get into these rooms and be like, we can't give this guy any more prizes like this is embarrassing. He has like four of these from this festival and nobody likes his movies like we're creating this like fraudulent sense of success in the world for like somebody that has like absolutely no reputation beyond the fact that he wins movies at can and then nobody sees i mean them. yeah, yeah like... i guess
0: my assumption in those cases is just like no one likes these movies except for people that are on can yeah i don't know or it's, it's just like... the, they they
2: hit the right mood in the environment of being right. like one of 20 it's just it's, mm-hmm. i've only seen yeah i've seen i'm not well viewed but it's just it, i feel like someone in those rooms has to be like this person has won enough let's just like take yes. that into account and realize yeah. that like we could we could do this yeah we're making a statement here and like that's kind of the point point. Mm-hmm. and you know that that's all these things ever are mm-hmm. uh, so like, i mean so beauty I, and the beast I, jury I, prize
5: for, for jury yeah and then screenplay a nice
2: like you know seventh prize compromise
5: i think screenplay if
1: we're doing just one i think it it, I would go to die for over Thelma Louise, which like I yeah. would too. And I, if, yeah. if I'm yeah. president,
2: I guess I would get to be a tiebreaker. Yeah, but that, it around. just seems <laughs> undeniable, and it is like it, it's classy to be like this movie wins two prizes, and then someone's like, "Well, why isn't it just the best movie then?" And it's, it's like, one. "Well, it's it, because it's not." Yeah, uh-huh. but but yeah, it, a it classic
0: it, a classic Ashgar Farhadi's The Salesman. The yeah, sure.
2: <laughs> I assume. <laughs> People who are not me understand what you mean by that. I mean, yeah. it's, it's,
0: it's also a movie that won best actor and best screenplay, though. I'm being sarcastic because I don't like yeah. that
2: movie. Um, yeah. That's, I mean, again, a totally not at all compromised feeling pick. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like that is a real... Pick that yeah. is both mm-hmm. ludicrous because that movie at the time was just like oh yeah, nice satire and now people are like oh it turns out that was like one of the most prescient and and like oft copied movies of of our lifetimes
4: yeah, yeah. especially uh, like so then, right now yeah. I feel like there's like five TV shows that are just like trying to do to buy I mean for. yeah
2: yeah I mean I, I I guess you could say them and I can see if I know what they are but I believe you without
4: any further elaboration <laughs> listen the, uh, there was a thought express with little that was something expressive little thought behind but I'll get you a list after we finish <laughs> sure yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah it's certainly it, I think it's the best you know, screenplay the, here so
4: I have no problem
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. and as you know a real I mean did can we do anything after after that I mean yeah I don't know
5: he showed up on 30 rock that one right, Yeah. I just mean like did he have any
2: other writing real triumph <laughs> uh. I mean basically no the only it seems like town yeah, and country like, which I suspect was something of a catastrophe with many, many writers. And then the humbling, the Philip Roth, Barry Levinson. Yeah. So I don't know. Weird. So that's really like, you know, kind of his swan song also.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, Protocol, which had many writers, I think, including Mm -hmm. Nancy Myers or something. Yeah. yeah, So uh, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of his swan song and what a great 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 one one. it is. What a great, what what a great way to go.
1: That movie awkward. is so funny. When they play yeah. the national anthem, I lost my mind.
2: In in um, to, die for. to die for, yeah, yeah. I saw it. I mean, I've seen it many times, but then revisited it at like a Gus Van Sant retrospective a few years ago in the theater, and it just was like, I knew. I th- I think about it all the time because you know you see things like Itonia or whatever, and you're always yeah. like, this is just going for that. But then revisiting it, it was like this is either going to go way down or somehow even higher up. And it was like, yeah, this really, like, shock, like, you know, in 2018, it's just like, God, this movie's still just like, it's gonna come out today, and it would still just be better than the other ones. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because of this performance, because all these movies kind of have the same, the same tone now.
1: Yeah, we did an episode about Nicole Kidman, because she had this crazy year it came, I think 2017, she was in, like, four or five different things. And, like, this, I think, is, like, Maybe her best performance. Full stop. Like other than like eyes wide shut, but it's just yeah. so yeah. she's so funny and like the the like <laughs> the sweet home Alabama scene also is just insane. Yes. But also like best in that like
2: irrelevant at the time because people were yeah. just like oh she's fine and then like within five right. years it was like oh I guess she's one of the best actresses alive right now and I guess that's probably her first major. Her first major performance, right, I yeah. guess, far and away is sitting, <laughs> sitting there quietly, having been <laughs> summarily um, dismissed. Mm-hmm.
0: She's in that, right? Yeah. It's a movie that she is much better than her co-star in. I don't know if that makes her good in it.
2: I always get far and away confused with some movie. What's the movie that people only reference now because Jeff Daniels and Anna Paquin play father and daughter before they oh play. um fly away home yeah i always get those two movies confused oh sure <laughs> yeah that's like I, those are very different yeah movies, yeah yeah I, no but i, I mean similar sure titles yeah. I, I have no doubt that they are but i don't care to understand why yeah <laughs> sure yes <laughs> but <laughs> i believe that i mean they are different movies but it doesn't matter yes. to me how or why they are <laughs> um i just assume that they are but uh so the so then I guess that only the final remaining thing is like th- making a Disney vote and or no the Disney vote is done. Yeah, I mean the yeah. that the, 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 the Clint, the Clint East. Yeah. The yeah, I, mean, I think it a- has to acknowledge um both his pulling du- double duty as well as his um lasting contribution to uh
4: cinema. I think so, yeah. I'm trying to look up um good at directing actors who are bald, including himself. <laughs> let's think
2: 1997 is the year this movie is made I was trying to see if that corresponds to any other anniversaries or yeah. events in his life
1: yeah how old was he then like 80 no well 70
4: yeah he had to be 7 because he just turned 92 he would be like 100 years old is that him? yeah
1: <laughs>
4: um god he's so good
2: 97 I wanna yeah four years ago hmm. yeah i don't know Doesn't not, nothing nothing really um, pops out except that it's uh roughly thirty years after the good the bad and the ugly, but that doesn't really doesn't really help
1: at all he uh there's this there's this scene where he spells out what a a r p stands for to ed Harris. um <laughs> And his character's name is Luther Whitney. Uh, we could call it the Luther Whitney ARP Award. <laughs>
2: That's fine. Yeah, I mean it could be like, you know, it could acknowledge that he's he's older. Yeah. It could yeah. be anything like that. I mean, obviously this is a pointless thing to endlessly belabor <laughs> yeah, other than <laughs> no. if not if nothing yeah. um emerges as obvious. Right. But a sort of, you know. Cinema Legacy
1: Award for yeah, mm-hmm. call it what you will. I Keep guess on on nothing's
2: on no, no, no obvious option is presenting itself, and we could clearly yeah. go in circles on yeah. this. But
1: this is where the claws come out for the jury. What we name yeah. the Clint Eastwood <laughs> Award? <laughs> <this>. <laughs> it yeah. does feel yeah. looking, at again, the,
2: yeah, the, the, <laughs> looking at the list again. Yeah, looking at the list again. John it feels like a totally worthy, totally yeah. worthy way to just kind of tip your hat. <laughs> the only um, kind of like legacy legend of Directing on this list, yeah. I, I mean, guess Mike Nichols too, but yeah, nobody, me, No one likes right. primary colors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like primary colors. <laughs> no one, no one loves, no one loves
0: it. I guess. Andy will surprise you. Um. <laughs> yeah. I will say that this is totally irrelevant to everything, but as we're talking about uh, "To Die For" and primary colors, I it is just very strange that two of these movies are the first movie that my parents went to see in a theater together is to die for. And then the last movie that they saw in a theater together before I was born was primary Colors. Wow.
1: Okay. That's very odd. Um,
0: yeah. Uh,
2: and that N- Mike Nichols and Buck Henry made the graduate. <laughs> exactly.
4: True. Yeah, that's true. Uh,
2: um, and now one of them is winning and one of them is not. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we see who the real genius is <laughs> <wants>. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, d- d- demarcation aside, I feel like I'll d- read these down one more time Palm, Dark City, Grand Prix, Train Spotting, Best Director, Rennie Harlan for Cliffhanger, Leading Performance, Nicole Kidman, To Die For, supporting Brad Pitt, Thelma and Louise, Script, Buck Henry to Die For, Jury Prize, Beauty and the Beast, to the whole team, yeah. and the special. Award for the contributions to a Century of Cinema I guess that's a good because this is closing yeah, out sure. the, uh, yeah. the, the, the Cinema's first century At the end mm-hmm. of the 90s here so that's perhaps mm-hmm. Yes the, yeah. perhaps the Clint Eastwood Award the, the, the centennial Award for Cinema to Absolute Power which is a ludicrous Thing but also <laughs> Valid uh, yeah. well, well I feel I, good about All of I mean yeah nothing there yet. really irks I don't think anything there really seems to irk anybody
1: yeah, it is That's like right. we I was yeah. very nervous cuz like all these movies like there was like no sort of known consensus like going into it. But I'm gl- like th- I'm looking at this list, the only obvious like ex- ex- exception of something I- that I like a lot that is getting nothing is Fifth Element. But yeah. I mean like other than that it's like I'm not like upset that any of these are winning. These are all. I like, would have to yeah, make a
2: yes. speech against that if it. Yeah, didn't that win would anything. be your. But it's also right, just the yeah. fact that it's. The, I mean, having Dark City right there. Yeah, so I mean, it's yeah. just infinitely superior. Yeah. If you like. Sure. Yeah, it's like one of those is like you know, sugar, and the other one is like drugs. So like, there's no reason, <laughs> there's no reason to acknowledge the Fifth Element when Dark City is sitting right there.
5: yeah i mean i would have liked to maybe find room for the quick and the dead somewhere because i really had a fun time with that movie but uh, and and, uh, the aforementioned primary colors but other than that those are the only two where i'm really those are fun but those
2: are fun but they're not good like i would be excited (laughs) these movies were screened like in a like the ones that have been selected i would be excited if they were like all screening at like a a week at a theater i would be like oh these are all kind of movies i'm perpetually in the mood Mm -hmm. to revisit yeah sure um, especially like oh it'd be so fun to see a print of Dark City, it'd be so fun oh. to
3: mm-hmm. you know,
2: do like be so fun to see a print of cliffhanger. Um, yeah, hundred percent. I feel like these all kind of hit the same mark okay. and the kind of bottom tier of this was all easily
4: rounded up and, and sent yeah. away for the maybe in the maybe not good but certainly fun category I would like just like to state that I sort of really liked it at T V and I think that movie's very fun. <laughs> It's a, I mean, it's it,
2: it's very funny to imagine that movie screening in a way that it's taken remotely seriously. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah,
1: yeah. I love to see everyone like at Cannes watching Ed TV and <laughs> yeah, then just like yeah. how the French react to Matthew McConaughey. Uh, it's quite it's quite hard
5: to imagine. Um, yeah.
1: yeah, on the quad or whatever.
5: But uh, I mean, I mean, Ron Howard, the king of the Cannes uh, Yeah, we didn't really talk He's about. He's had yeah. one. In every one of these juries, at least one in every one of these juries that we've done. And I right, because unlike, he unlike Eastwood, he right. never makes
2: it into competition. Yeah, exactly. He's just, like, he's
5: just like, like, the right side of, like, almost prestige enough mm-hmm. to, like, get, yes. to, like, that you would I never mean, really consider any of his for competition. And, you know, the
2: actors like, are going to, like, he's always bringing yeah. the great. Right, and he's always bringing mm-hmm. stuff. I feel like yes. the, one of the Da Vinci Code movies played Yeah, there. the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is the, the first one. Is, what a world. Boy, it was awesome. <laughs>
0: yeah. What a piece of shit Yeah, that's maybe the movie that his... Of these three, Jerry's most easily been fully dismissed um, is the Da Vinci Code. Well, <laughs> well, yeah,
1: that and also Solo. We didn't talk about Solo at all. when Oh, well, we did that's 2010s true. We that is also about. just like I mean, that's almost. Uh, I like feel like we like who directed that. Like, I
0: almost think we. I have a vague memory of like briefly going, "Is should we give uh, Alden Ehrenreich like a consolation? Yeah, sorry, this ruined your career award." Well, well shine, you don't know that yeah, at the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, Brave New yeah. World or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is crazy that,
2: I, and, and Sort of as a closing thought It is always crazy Like to be on a, a real jury With like you know Smaller things At a foreign festival And people see it And they go sit down And everyone's like No that doesn't really Do anything for us And it's like Wow yeah. that was fast Like, Yeah yeah <laughs> uh, It's a lot of I'm sure I'm sure everything I've Done has been on One side of that At some point or another And it's just crazy To be like I guess these five people Just didn't they just, They just all said no to it And that's fine And yeah, sometimes it's like, oh, I really like this. And everyone looks at you like, they're like, what? Like, you're the only one here who, uh, you know, these things happen.
3: Yeah.
5: Um, If I may, Alex, if I circle back to a thing that you mentioned briefly earlier, just because i would be fascinated to hear sure what do you like about godzilla because i that i also like (laughs) kind of liked it a little bit and like everyone else was like this is the worst movie we've ever seen for this so yeah i just well i mean it's just
2: for me it came out at exactly the right time yeah Mm -hmm. independence day was so huge for me and i already Mm -hmm. loved godzilla so much um i can pull up my little i have this godzilla humidifier here Okay <laughs> Too big to kind That of- is the Roland Emmerich Godzilla Or no, just The no, no. general Godzilla a, This okay. is a Japanese This is a, a
5: Japanese product
2: um, That's really funny Which uh, He like Spits smoke out of his mouth And makes the Godzilla <laughs> yeah. noises Um I can I can turn it I guess I could turn it on but I have to fill it, fill up his head with water. Yeah, it's um, okay. it, it's a wonderful wonderful object and, and yeah. I just I just love I just love him so much and um, so I was really excited about it and you know my critical capacities as a thirteen year old were not enough to be like what doesn't work about this movie. Yeah, <laughs> it was just like I wanted to see this Godzilla movie and I did and it kind of feels like Independence mm-hmm. Day and it kind right. of feels like Godzilla and therefore it's great. Right. And no matter how many times I revisit it trying to see what's wrong with it, I never do. Like I've probably watched <laughs> it like four or five more times over the years and it's always like I bet this is just going to feel so embarrassing now and it's always like mm-hmm. no, I mean this just works yeah. That's for funny. what it is. <laughs> I mean and, my uh, my
0: experience of watching it is that that was a movie where I, I like I had to let like, go to the IMDB trivia to just be like how did this movie happen and like every piece of information made it more confusing than it happened because I was like oh they must have like gone to like six different people before Matthew Broderick sure, sure. like, no Roland Emmerich wrote the script with Matthew Broderick in mind and he said yes before he read it and then like the other thing that's like baffling is that like Roland Emmerich like did not like the original Japanese Godzilla and like Steven Spielberg was like telling him like don't make this movie why are you doing
2: this I mean that's kind of you know it's hard to get past some of those things but for me it's like the movie is kind of like Jurassic Park which is beloved it's kind of like Independence Day which is beloved And it's kind of like Godzilla, which is beloved. So it's like, it's kind of like a bad version of three things I love. So that's like, even if that's half of 300%, that's still like enough for me to watch the movie. Uh, And I was, I was (laughs) using this phrase, um, this, uh, what was I, I was paraphrasing this when, when Godzilla versus Kong came out. And you know, the, 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 the saying like, no movie with Harry Dean Stanton can be entirely, (laughs) uninteresting that that perhaps ebert said or you know i I feel that way i I feel that way about godzilla like no movie Mm. with godzilla can be entirely (laughs) without merit yeah like just by virtue of him being in it the movie is probably worth a damn and probably at the least for me like a b minus if he's in it Mm -hmm.
4: and and i've never seen something that disproves that yeah i mean it's like i watched it with colin and i i just had this feeling of like I also got the like Jurassic Park and like Independence Day vibes but then I was just like but those movies have like actors you want to watch in them and Godzilla sort of doesn't <laughs> if the like yeah. wants
2: it. It sort of doesn't but it also sort of has like a huge ensemble as cast like, of right, actors right. you do want to watch. It
5: has
0: half the cast of The Simpsons in it yeah. for some uh-huh. reason. <laughs> one of whom is just playing one of their characters from The Simpsons. And
2: um, I don't know like the, the Ebert stuff delighted me as a
0: yes, child. It's really yeah, the Ebert <laughs> stuff
4: <laughs> is <laughs> weirdly me. the part I was like the most on board with that I sort of enjoyed. Yes.
2: Yeah, I just don't I don't I don't really have any problems with it. We really, you know, we really like um we really like Roland Emmerich in this house. So you know, Independence Day gets revisited periodically and uh we just rewatched twenty twelve during the pandemic and it just for whatever reason he just kinda hits the exact right sweet spot of like this yeah. is exactly as dumb and bombastic as I, and even like with the white house movie he made, I forget. Yeah. Uh, white house. But, Down, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Because there was those two, like Olympus oh, yeah, has fallen. Or, like like, that. like, like that. even yeah, that's, yeah, that's like, we were like, Oh, Emmerich's going back to the white house. Fire this up on mm-hmm. July 4th. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we did. And it was like totally, totally solid.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, so yeah, I, I, you know, I'll revisit Godzilla again someday and I still probably will enjoy it. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, with that, does anyone want to shout out any of the awards, any of the films specifically, talk about why they love anything that is winning? Uh, I really like Dark City a lot. It's like, you know, Matrix with German Expressionism. It looks so good. I think Hurt is incredible. Um, It's like kind of the easy money Palm because it's got so many different elements that work so well together. I think Kiefer Sutherland is incredible. I think like Rufus Sewell is sort of like, poor man's Jude Law but he's also like very fun in this um, and like Connolly's great uh, and yeah like the only, only other one that I like Cliffhanger I wa- like it just rules like one of those like instant like new favorites so happy to have watched it um, Harlan like he really just knocked it out like just a cool cool movie
2: <laughs> yeah
1: and like I said watch Devil's Pass if you have yeah yeah I'll give that one a go
2: um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what else, what, what what is unsaid after yeah. the debates over yeah. them?
0: I feel like. Yeah, I'm right. happy with what's been said. I think.
2: Yeah, all all solid. I feel I feel confident in all this, and I appreciate yeah. the uh, invitation. Mm-hmm.
1: No, please.
0: Of yeah. Uh, yeah, this was this was very fun. Uh, we'd love to have you back sometime. Yeah, uh, be
2: in touch about that. Mm-hmm. Great. Happy to come uh, and share other film festival experiences yeah, or other mm-hmm. other yeah. tales, tales from my travels.
0: Absolutely. uh do you do you have anything that uh, you'd like to plug?
2: No, not really. Don't really have a lot at stake right now. The only I mean I, I did an episode of this, um, this sort of anthology show called Cinema Toast, which is on showtime streaming. Right. Yes mm-hmm. that I believe fewer than 100 people have watched or know exists. <laughs> So it's the only thing I can really mention because it's new and I, nobody, even my friends didn't say I watched it. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's pretty cool. And, uh, Mm -hmm. and and Griffin Newman uh, is in it and Mm -hmm. it was a really neat thing. Um, It's like the hardest, like it's, uh, it's like redubbed old public domain movies, but it was like the hardest process I've ever wrapped my head around. And I do wish that somebody had noticed that this thing existed because talking Mm -hmm. about it, if it had gotten press or interviews, I think people would have been really intrigued. Just hearing the creator, Mm -hmm. my friend Jeff and the directors who did episodes describe how it got made, I think would make people say, Oh, that sounds kind of interesting. I should watch that. But instead, Mm -hmm. um, Showtime decided to not uh, really announce that it was available. Right. Yes. Except for the Instagram accounts of the people who made it. Yeah. That's, I feel like I heard about it only zero. This is the Jeff Bainer show, right? Yeah zero dollars and zero cents of advertising budget as far as i could tell but i think it's really neat and um i think everyone did different things with it so if you have access to it i would watch it but i I have nothing to gain from it uh yeah (laughs) i would just like to know that this thing that took over like six weeks of my life was seen by more than a dozen people who worked on it but if not that's fine too it came Uh, it it came it came out of nowhere i did it quickly Mm -hmm. and then it disappeared and, and now it's on streaming forever
1: yeah yeah the um the other thing i like to mention is people don't really know cuz we don't ever have anything uh is that if there's anything that you're like watching or enjoying that way uh but is that plug going to Devil's Pass the Harlan movie? Sure. Yeah. I mean, i haven't seen it in years, but um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. You're saying just other recommendations? I mean,
5: yeah, there's anything else yes, that you're you like wanting one. eyes <laughs> on like, <laughs> like whatever. You're under no obligation to. Yeah, please. No, I don't yeah. know. Um,
2: I mean, our viewing has become so mercurial. Uh Mhm. Obviously, pandemic stuff is very repetitive and we have mm-hmm. a baby. so um, Right. Yes. Yeah. You know,
0: let's watch Devil's Pass. I haven't seen yeah. it in years. Yeah, I haven't right. seen it in years, right. but I really stand by it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Can I Kick It or on Letterboxd at C-I-K-I-POD. And that's where you can find the full list of movies that were eligible mm-hmm. for these awards uh, you can follow me on either of those platforms at JP Glick Weber. Weber has two B's. Uh, I think the only thing that I've done in the last week is I went to see Trey Anastasio, and I said I was going to do that last week, so I can't plug. I mean, it was a good show. Go listen to it. Uh, something very strange happened halfway through the show that I don't know if it will have been picked up on the audio i need to go back and listen to it uh but yeah uh Great. andy thank,
5: thank you uh i'm andy you can find me online at andy t germ that's a-n-d-y-t-g-e-r-m on facebook uh, letterbox twitter why did i say start with facebook yeah <laughs> Uh, I don't want people to find me on Facebook, necessarily. Um, But um, uh, for my plug, I rewatched the uh, Pennebaker Original Cast Album Company doc this week, and that is always just like a boon to my soul. So if you haven't seen that, that's coming out on Criterion Disc this year, but it's on Criterion Channel right now. Uh, Colin,
1: Yeah, um, I'm Clatchley on everything, C-L-A-T-C-H-L-E-Y. I've recently started reading the Hoberman book on the eighties, the Reagan one. Um, and so to sort of coincide with that and talking about Eastwood, I'm going through all of his movies and prep for cry macho. And I watched Bronco Billy recently, and it's just incredible. Um, really great Clint Eastwood movie. Um, and also we're on, if you'd like to kick us a few bucks Andy forgot forget to say, oh, right. Thank you. Um, yes. If you
5: want to, I can do it. If you want me to please, do the normal please. spiel, if you want to support the show, we're on uh, coffee ko dash fi.com slash can I C A N N E S I. Any donations always greatly appreciated. Emilio maybe has a has a challenge on that now. Yeah, I don't know if you want to mention that on the show. Or I not. mean,
4: you can you should mention it on the show because it would make us money if people
5: want to do it. Sure. <laughs> uh, Emilio's doing a challenge where if you donate five dollars, uh, you can tell him a movie to watch. And he says he'll watch it and write a review on Letterboxd, like a real review of it on Letterboxd. And people have told him to watch some very unpleasant movies yeah. so far. So mm-hmm. feel free to torture him if you if that's what you desire. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Always feel free to torture. Really? Uh, yeah, You can follow me on Twitter at I'm Left Alone. You can follow me on Letterboxd at I Left Alone. Our theme song is by Tree Related. You can find his stuff at SoundCloud.com slash Tree Related or search Tree Related on Spotify. I have... No real plugs, except if you want me to watch a, a movie, that just donate five dollars and I will. Great.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, and then uh, with that, we'll go ahead and release our audience. Bye-bye. Bye bye.